Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The investigation continues, of course, about the, the terrible incident that happened last weekend in Las Vegas. Uh, authorities now believe that the man behind the attack had stockpiled weapons and ammunition over decades, decades, and meticulously planned the attack. But they don't know a whole lot else about him as an individual, and certainly still trying to find out about motive. Joining us to talk about the investigation is Ross McLean, crime specialist, security expert, of course, former Toronto police officer. Ross McLean, security.com is a great website to go to to get an awful lot of the links on the information and the uh, subjects that we talk about. Morning, Ross. How are you today? I'm doing good, Bill. Uh, you know, looking forward to talking about this and trying to shed a bit of light on this uh, strange, strange case. Well, you know, they found obviously uh, shortly after the incident occurred who this guy was. They had a name not too long after that. But it's been slow and, and very plotting, Ross, to try to find anything else about this guy. Yeah, it's very, very unusual. Like, he's been described as uh, basically being like a ghost, Bill. I've, I've seen at least two other uh, credible profilers who look at him and they say the fact that they're unable to find certain amounts of information about him uh, shows that he was working to basically stay off the grid stay uh, below the radar and not have people find out much about him so he was very meticulous about that as well as he was in planning this this mass shooting i mean they they understand this guy lived in las vegas apparently he was a gambler uh, heavy gambler, but we don't know much about that either. Was he winning? Was he losing? Uh, did it have an effect on his life? Uh, was he despondent? This is an awful lot of gray here, Ross. Yeah, and he's a guy who dealt in cash. Apparently some of the houses he bought, he had four different houses, which is unusual in itself. Some of them apparently he basically paid cash for. Uh, as you say, he was a gambler. He would gamble ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 at a time, working just on video poker. Uh, there's been reports that he was flagged at least 200 times by banks and casinos for doing transfers uh, out of out of the country. Whenever you transfer more than $10,000 at a time, Bill, a flag goes out to the authorities, and what they're looking for then is someone who deals in that much cash. Is it money laundering? Is it drug dealing? Is it what's going on? Where's this cash coming from? So somewhere he was able to generate a whole lot of cash. We don't know where from. Uh, and his job history is, is spotty, but he appears to have worked as an accountant and an auditor and an IRS person. So is he involved in fraud somewhere or something? We're, we're yet to find out where that all came from. The other element of this, and let's talk about, uh, about what I guess is one of the most uh, frightening aspects of this, about the, the, the arsenal, really, that this guy had accumulated over the years. And, and I guess a lot of that, if not all of it, was in that hotel room. Yeah, and, and once again, you can tell by looking at this, he was meticulous in what he picked and what he chose. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the weapons he chose and the ones he took and the rounds he had in there. And basically what he did was he set something up as if he had researched it extensively online to find out the best thing to have. Like he had the heaviest artillery weapons you could get uh, easily, you know, an AR-10 perhaps, uh, that shoots a 308 NATO round. It's a very dangerous and heavy round that inflicts a lot of damage for doing it. Tripods, flash suppressors. It's like he really meticulously researched everything before he took the actions to buy. And clearly we're also seeing he took the actions to practice and dry run and rehearse by having taken up the same sort of spots in other places around around the country. What's that tell you about him, Ross? I mean, put your police hat on for a second here, if, if you're in the investigation here. Uh, it smacks to me as if this guy had some kind of training in weaponry. 
He would have had to. You just don't pick up guns and fire them like that. You just can't read on the Internet, go buy a gun like that, start shooting it, and know what goes on. Uh, for instance, I've, I've heard some uh, people who, who are very, very good with weapons say that the reason why he probably had a variety of weapons was because when you start firing those semi-automatics as almost automatics with the bump stock, we can talk about that later, yeah. the barrels get so hot that they start to jam and they won't be able to fire after a while. So just reloading a magazine into one gun wouldn't allow you to send out such a mass of bullets. So what he did is he had several guns so he could fire one, pick up the next one, fire that one, pick up the next one. So he would have had to have known that somehow. And typically the only way you'd know that is by doing a lot of firing or doing some real research or perhaps having somebody counsel you on it. That's going to be the interesting part. Where did he acquire this knowledge? Where did he practice? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.